T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning. It is 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Friday, January 6th. We'll be taking a look at multiple kidnapping cases in southeast Wichita. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Our normal high this time of year in Wichita is 43, and we will be running well above that by this afternoon. Our complete forecast here in just a few minutes. Currently in Wichita, it is mostly cloudy, 33 degrees here on this Friday morning. Police say a man is in custody, this after allegedly kidnapping three children in two separate incidents near Clark Elementary School in a 24-hour period that began late Wednesday afternoon. That's an area east of Woodlawn and Lincoln. A teenage girl says a man in a blue vehicle tried to sexually assault her but then let her go. That, and that was Wednesday afternoon. And then yesterday morning, a young boy and a girl, siblings, were walking south on Drury, on South Drury, heading for school when a man in a blue car kidnapped them. The boy was let go. The girl was found safe a short time later. Director of School Safety for USD 259, Terry Moses, says parents are encouraged to have conversations with their children about what to do if they find themselves in a situation like that. When we talk to children, we want to talk about behavior, not just strangers. And the fact that somebody driving the road down the road, it would be unusual and inappropriate for somebody you don't know to offer you a ride. The suspect, identified as 21-year-old Manasseh Ward, he has been arrested on suspicion of two counts of kidnapping, two counts of aggravated criminal sodomy, three counts of indecent liberties, two counts of aggravated assault, and two counts of criminal threat. Russian television says a ceasefire along the Ukrainian front has gone into effect, but it comes with some skepticism from many. Russia's Vladimir Putin says he ordered the ceasefire and asked Ukraine to observe it, too, for the Russian Orthodox Christmas this weekend. But President Biden's doubtful, saying Putin's trying to buy time to regroup his forces. He was ready to uh, um, bomb hospitals and nurseries on the 25th and New Year's. And I mean, you know, I, I, I think he's trying to find some oxygen. Meanwhile, Reuters reports a train carrying Russian troops and equipment has arrived in Ukraine's neighbor Belarus and more are expected. That's raising concerns Moscow may use Belarus as a staging area to attack Ukraine from the north. Jill Nato, Fox News. A large barn fire to the east of El Dorado is still under investigation. That happened after 9 o'clock Wednesday night on Southeast Pioneer Road near the town of Prospect. That's east of El Dorado. That town only has a few fire hydrants. That fire destroyed a barn, one 
uh, on the scene, there were more than three dozen firefighters from ten different fire departments who were battling the blaze. Butler County crews were having difficulties finding enough water to fight that fire. The Douglas County District Attorney says she will drop prosecution of a woman who was accused of killing a baby at a daycare in Eudora seven years ago. 48-year-old Karoti Buckhorn was convicted of second-degree murder in the death of nine-month-old Oliver Ortiz at a daycare where she worked. That conviction was later overturned. The announcement Wednesday says that a new report from a forensic pathologist shows that the child likely died from a congenital heart defect and other pre-existing conditions and not abuse. Buckhorn has maintained since her arrest in 2016 that she did not harm the child. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The Labor Department is going to release the final jobs report for the year. The report will show how job creation, the unemployment rate, and worker earnings fared in December. Economists expect a continued cooling of job growth at the end of the year and are forecasting that 200,000 jobs were added during the month, which is down from a stronger-than-expected tally of 263,000 in November and would mark the weakest job growth since December of 2020. While the pace of job growth is slowing, the labor market is still robust, with employers, at least those outside of the tech sectors, hesitant to lay off workers. The unemployment rate is predicted to hold steady at 3.7%. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. City of Wichita is giving money to rental property owners who accept renters who receive housing assistance from the government. The new program, the Wichita Housing Authority Landlord Incentive Program, it started New Year's Day. The program offering landlords a bonus of perhaps up to $1,000 for renting to assistance receiving tenants. Southwest Airlines trying to thoroughly examine why things went wrong, and a prominent college men's basketball coach has been fired. And of course, our live KSN Storm Track 3 forecast with meteorologist Ronnell Williams is coming up as well. KNSS News Time, 706. And you can dance. Seven oh nine with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Southwest Airlines is promising a thorough review of its operations meltdown. The review will look into the cancellation of nearly 1,600 flights. Chief Executive Bob Jordan says the review will be conducted quickly and that the airline's union has been asked to participate. Jordan says the airline is attempting to restore the trust of customers and employees. The announcement follows a complaint from the pilots' union that Southwest still hasn't come up with a plan to avoid another meltdown like the one it suffered last week. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Texas has fired its men's basketball head coach, Chris Beard, this less than a month after he was arrested on a domestic violence charge. Police took Beard into custody on December 12th after his fiancée said he choked and bit her during an argument. In a statement 11 days later, his fiancée said that Beard did not in fact strangle her and denied telling police that she was choked. In a letter to Beard's lawyer, the school said the coach engaged in unacceptable behavior and that whether prosecutors continue with the case or not, quote, does not determine whether Beard engaged in conduct unbecoming to the school. Beard had been suspended without pay since he was arrested with assistant Rodney Terry serving as acting head coach. Now Terry will remain in charge for the rest of the season. The Longhorns are 12-2 and two and currently ranked number six in the country. I'm Eric Messersmith, Fox News.
It's 7-Eleven with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. So far in traffic this morning, things have been looking uh, pretty good out there on the roadways. We really have started to see the uh, traffic volumes in Wichita picking up at this time. However, really haven't started to see any slowdowns, and we still have some fairly good traffic conditions out there. Things looking pretty good. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And it's time to check in, get a live KSN StormTrack 3 forecast from meteorologist Ronnell Williams heading into this first weekend of the year. Hello, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Ted. How you doing? Happy Friday, by the way. Yes, you as well. How are you doing? Not too bad. You know, uh, just gearing up for this upcoming weekend. You know, I was busy uh, last week with a lot of family. You know, they were here through the weekend, so... Uh, excited for uh, for some some sleep, you know. It was, a, it was a full house for about a week week and a half. So uh, you know, thankful that they were they were here. Is um, hopefully a, a lot of people out there able to spend time with their families. You know, just a, a short week ago, but now it's back to you know making sure the start of 2023 is just uh, organized. You know, putting things away and making sure things are in place. Getting bills paid. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody oh, likes yeah. doing that, but you know oh, it's yeah. got to be done. But yeah, just uh, you know. Basically getting a lot of errands done. I'm sure a lot of people out there are going to be doing the same thing this Friday as well as this weekend. If that's you and you do have some running around to do today, going to be the perfect day really to get it done. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a bit of a breeze out there out of the south, only at about 10 to 20 miles an hour. So it's not going to be too gusty, not too windy. Uh, in the With that southerly breeze, that's going to help us uh, warm up nicely. 54 degrees, things feeling pretty, uh, pretty mild during the afternoon under a partly cloudy sky. Uh, we had that bright blue sky all day yesterday. Now, now a few more clouds rolling in that you'll notice, but skies likely staying dry throughout much of the day. That may change later tonight, heading into early Saturday, when we'll have a 10% chance of some drizzle. Uh, we'll drop down to 30 degrees, too, so we'll have to watch out for any moisture that may be around. Since we'll briefly dip down below freezing, that means there also could be a little bit of freezing drizzle out there. So just keep that in mind. Late tonight, heading into early Saturday morning, we'll have uh, mostly cloudy skies. Turning partly cloudy through Saturday, though, as this next system that's expected to roll through quickly moves out. We'll also only get up uh, to 42 degrees, so this next system also going to cool us off quite a bit. But our average high, 43, so we're still going to be pretty close to the norm. Sunday, for the end of the weekend, right back up to 50 degrees with a mix of clouds and sun. Things are going to be pretty mild through the middle of next week, pretty dry, too. We'll have to wait for our next shot for moisture after late tonight into Saturday until next Thursday. That's when we'll have a 20% chance of rain. Right now, 33 degrees, mostly cloudy sky. Uh, wind of 10 miles an hour out of the southeast, bringing that wind chill down to 25. Yeah, looking forward to a nice day today. Yeah, it's going to be perfect. Sounds good. Hey, yeah, I'll uh, get back to normal, get some sleep, get chores done. I think that's my checklist this weekend, too. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks for uh, checking in with us, Ron L. We'll talk to you on Monday. No problem, yeah. That is the KSN StormTrack 3 forecast live with meteorologist Ron L. Williams every weekday morning at this time right here with Steve and Ted on KNSS. 7.15 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS on this Friday morning as we head into the first weekend of the year. Prince Harry and his brother, Prince William, had a fight about Harry's wife, Meghan, and it got bad. In fact, Harry landed in a dog bowl, so he says. In Harry's new book, Spare, he says William called Meghan difficult, rude, and abrasive during an argument they had four years ago. 
Harry says William grabbed him by the collar, ripped his necklace, knocked him down into a dog bowl that cracked and cut him. My goodness. He says William later apologized. <laughs> this, uh, this new book, Spare, is coming out next week. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Seven My f- word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 7.15 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. There are nine states in the U.S. that have more cows than people. Yeah. And we are one of them. Guess, yeah, yeah. According to the U.S. Census of Agriculture, population of the U.S. is about 3.5 to 1 people per cow ratio. There's about 90 million cows in the U.S. There are nine states, though, in which cows outnumber people. And that does include us. Kansas, Kansas. Nebraska, and Oklahoma are three of those nine states. (laughs) The biggest disparity is up in South Dakota. Four and a half cows per every one person. Yeah. There you go. So we are one of the states that have more cows than people. So think about that. Hmm. There is no official national beverage. However, there are 28 states that do have an official beverage. beverage? And most of those are milk. Oh. 21 of the 28 states that have an official beverage go with milk. See, official I, beverage. I, I was going to assume it was some form of alcohol. Apparently, nope, I was wrong. Nope. Good old wholesome milk. Mm. Let's see. So I've got. The, I don't know. I just stumbled on all these factoids. <laughs> uh, mount Everest is often touted as the world's tallest mountain. Well, it is, but it's only the tallest mountain from the ground up, from sea level up. If you measure from its underwater base, Mauna Kea in Hawaii is actually the world's tallest mountain. That's an inactive volcano. It stands more than 33,000 feet tall. Right. When you start under the ocean, yeah, you go up. Yeah, if you up. start at the ocean floor, yeah. Near, that's nearly a mile taller than Everest. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yep. Good little... See, you can use these trivia pieces to impress <laughs> your friends and coworkers. I'm sure it will. <laughs> and I'll bookend. We talked about the cows. What about pigs? Uh, the, big, the big pig state is Iowa. Okay. At any one time, there are about 20 million pigs being raised in Iowa, a state that only has about 3 million people. Seven to one. Seven Ratio to one. Wow. Pigs to people in the state of Iowa. That is a lot of swine. <laughs> Seven seventeen <laughs> with Stephen Ted here on KNSS, and let's take a look at what's going on in sports. We got Chiefs football tomorrow. That's focal point of the weekend. The playoff bound to Kansas City Chiefs will finish up the regular season tomorrow afternoon. Taking on their division rival, the Raiders, in Las Vegas. The Chiefs go in with a record of 13-3. and The scenario is pretty simple. If the Chiefs win that game tomorrow, they are the number one seed in the conference, and they get a bye. They don't have to play in the opening round of the playoffs. They have to rest for a week. So that's the scenario. If Kansas City can pull it off, the Chiefs are a whopping favorite. FanDuel has the Chiefs as a 9.5-point favorite going into this one, and FanDuel expects this to be the highest-scoring game in the NFL this weekend course these teams played back in mid-october in kansas city at arrowhead stadium the chiefs won that game barely 30 to 29 travis kelsey had four receiving touchdowns the raiders could not find anyone to to uh tamp him down so we'll see what happens tomorrow afternoon if the chiefs can get that top spot in the conference mitch holtis has and the radio crew begin their pregame coverage at two o'clock tomorrow afternoon the game will kick off at 3 30 tomorrow afternoon in las vegas and of course you listen to it live on the radio right here on your Wichita home of the Chiefs, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 
And, of course, our live Friday visit with Mitch will be 50 minutes from now, about 8.10 this morning. Always a good time. Yep. We'll have uh, Mitch on in the 8 o'clock hour, and he will somehow relate this game to Shocker football. That'll be entertaining. So here we go. The Chiefs and the Raiders tomorrow right here on KNSS. Let's take a look at college men's basketball last night. Wichita State at home at Coke Arena. The Shockers hosting Cincinnati. And the Shockers got off to a flat start in the first half. They were down by 17 by halftime, down 22 early in the second half, and really never could quite get back into it. Final score was Cincinnati 70, Wichita State 61. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl had coverage of the game on 103.7 KEYN. And after the game, speaking with head coach Isaac Brown. Yeah, our team, uh, we just didn't defend well tonight. They didn't fill us in the first half. We only had one foul, so that's a sign you're not defending. We only had eight deflections. That's a sign you're not defending. Uh, We didn't find them early, and guys like Davenport got open, got wide open shots, and he knocked them down. Shockers are 0-3 now in the conference, two of those three losses at home. Wichita State will be on the road heading heading to Tampa on Sunday to take on South Florida. Both teams still looking for a conference win in that matchup. The Shockers have beaten the Bulls in their last six meetings. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole will begin their pregame coverage for Shocker basketball at 11 o'clock Sunday morning, and that is on 103.7 KEYN. College men's basketball tomorrow for Kansas State and Kansas. Kansas State Wildcats are on a seven-game winning streak, 13-1 on the season, and they're visiting 16th-ranked Baylor. That'll tip off 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon in Waco. Of course, interesting matchup. Kansas State's new head coach is Jerome Tang, who spent many, many years as an assistant at Baylor. Now he's heading back to Waco as the head coach of Kansas State. That'll tip off at 5 o'clock tomorrow. Third-ranked Kansas is also on the road. The Jayhawks are visiting West Virginia. KU has won eight of its last nine against the Mountaineers. KU, just like K-State, is on a seven-game winning streak with a record of 13-1. Live pregame coverage for the Jayhawks begins at 3.30 tomorrow afternoon, and that is on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. The Wichita State women's basketball team is home at Coke Arena. That game is at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. The Shocker ladies hosting South Florida, a top 40 team. South Florida is 13-4. The Shocks are 11-4. It's 2 o'clock for the Shocker Ladies tomorrow afternoon at Coke Arena. In the NBA last night, the Utah Jazz going to Houston, beat the Rockets 131-114, to coming off the bench for the Jazz. Former Kansas Jayhawk, the rookie, Ochai Abaji, had a career-high 11 points in only 18 minutes. That snapped a five-game losing streak for the Jazz, who are in the number 10 spot in the Western Conference. College football, there's only two games left, and they're both national championship games. Coming up on Sunday, it's the NCAA Division I FCS Championship game. That game is being played in Frisco, Texas. It's South Dakota State taking on North Dakota State. The Jackrabbits and the Bison. You can hear that one. Coverage begins at 1230 Sunday afternoon, and that's on 97.5 and 1240 KFH for that national championship game. Big weekend for the Wichita Thunder hockey team on home ice downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. Back-to-back games tonight and tomorrow night. The Thunder hosting the top team in the league, the Idaho Steelheads, a team that is on a 12-game winning streak. See if the Thunder can end that. And Saturday night is a huge night for the Thunder. Pirates and Princesses are on hand. It's Thunderdog's birthday, which is one of the great calendar events of the sports year for Wichita. Always fun on T-Dog's birthday. 
And also Saturday night, the Wiener Dog Nationals. Dog racing on the ice with the Wiener Dogs. That has got to be fantastic. On Saturday night as well. So <laughs> be big weekend for the Thunder. Home games tonight and tomorrow night downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. And that's sports with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. It is 723 with Steve and Ted. We have traffic and weather update on the way. And Buffalo Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin's collapse on the field. Monday Night Football has parents concerned about their children's safety playing football. That'll be the house call for health. That's coming up next on KNSS. Good morning. It is 731. You are listening to 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Friday, January 6th. Currently in Wichita, it is mostly cloudy and 33 degrees. A teacher in Arkansas City is on paid administrative leave after he was accused of sex crimes. 38-year-old Jacob Sumter was charged in Cowley County with sexual battery. This after a student reported Sumter touched her inappropriately. A court appearance set for later this month. California is under a state of emergency as powerful winter storms batter the West Coast. Several atmospheric river storms slamming California, causing heavy rain, high winds, and widespread power outages. Hurricane strength gusts reaching as high as 101 miles per hour, sending trees into buildings and roads, blowing down the roof of a gas station in San Francisco. Pacific Gas and Electric revealing over 115,000 were still without power Thursday afternoon. Officials linking the weather to at least two deaths, ordering evacuations in a number of low-lying coastal communities and near rising rivers. The drought-stricken state's burn-scarred hillsides also more vulnerable to mudslides. The National Weather Service says hazardous conditions are expected to continue on the West Coast through next week. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Exploration Place in Wichita is renovating its dome to add more seating. Dome was built 23 years ago. A projector was placed in the center of the room, casting images and film onto the screen above. The projector has since been replaced with more advanced technology at the sides of the theater. The removal of the projector leaves a kind of a big, unused, unsightly area right in the middle of the best viewing area. Project to add more seating started Wednesday. The removal of unused walls and seating and some lingering equipment. And the newly cleared space will allow for 22 more seats at the Dome at Exploration Place. New restrictions are now in place for travelers coming into the United States from China, the U.S., and several other nations requiring proof of a negative COVID test. If you're traveling from China, you've got to show proof of a negative COVID test 48 hours before you board a plane or you won't be allowed to fly into the U.S. The CDC implementing the new rule on Thursday to reduce the spread of the virus after the World Health Organization accused China of not being forthcoming about the number of cases and deaths. The White House also worried about the possibility of COVID-infected travelers coming here. And that's Fox's Marianne Rafferty with that report. The bridge, the uh, the footbridge, pedestrian bridge at Sedgwick County Park is being renovated. When the bridge became dilapidated, Sedgwick County weighed options to either just tear it down or to renovate it. Well, the decision to restore the bridge, and that sets off a renovation process, could take about three months. The Kansas Crime Victims Compensation Board awarded more than $300,000 in financial assistance to 159 victims of violent crime. 71 new cases added to that list. More expenses were paid in 88 previously submitted cases. Those awards totaling more than $300,000. 
Kansas Crime Victims Compensation Board is administered by the Crime Victims Compensation Division of the Attorney General's Office, determining claims that are eligible for payment and how much money awarded to each claimant. In Hawaii, Kilauea Volcano began erupting yesterday, and this just weeks after a neighboring volcano erupted. Lava filling Kilauea's Halemaumau crater floor. The Hawaii Volcanoes National Park spokesperson says there was increased seismic activity soon before the eruption began. The USGS calling the eruption at 434 Thursday, less than a month since its last eruption was considered paused. Scientists at the Hawaiian Volcano Observatory say magma kept moving in the chambers, predicting another eruption sooner or later. Han says the eruption is isolated to Kilauea. The USGS is not tracking any activity at Mauna Loa. And that's Fox 2 Honolulu's Max Rodriguez with that report. New numbers show millions of Americans were forced to move last year. Because of natural disasters. More than 3 million Americans had to move or temporarily flee their home last year because of hurricanes, floods, fires, tornadoes, and other acts of nature. The U.S. Census Bureau unveiled the figures from a new online survey Thursday. Of those displaced, Florida had the most, with nearly 1 million following the impact of Hurricane Ian and Nicole. Louisiana was second. On the flip side, the states with the least amount of people displaced were Indiana, Maine, North Dakota, Ohio, and Oklahoma. Tom Graham, Fox News. 736 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Let's check our weather forecast heading into the first weekend of the year with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A few clouds continue to spread in from the west here this morning. We become partly cloudy and breezy today. Temperatures reaching the mid-40s by the time we go to lunch. 51 for the high this afternoon. Clear overnight, tallow 31. Sunny and much cooler Saturday with a high 39. 47 likely on Sunday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the southeast. It is mostly cloudy, 35 degrees here on this Friday morning. It's 736 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS here on this Friday morning. Uh... Yeah, we were doing these factoids. There are here's one. There are reportedly more barrels of bourbon in Kentucky than there are people. And once again, once again, people outnumbered by either an animal or a or a, a certain certain item. That's in Kentucky. It's seven thirty seven with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. For uh, of course, last month we had those horrific four murders at the University of Idaho, and the search for a murder suspect lasted for weeks. And now uh, this suspect is back in Moscow, and and uh, just the more we learn, the more disturbing this gets. Here's Fox News Radio's Jeff Manasso. He's live with us this morning in Chicago, and this case is is, is a strange one, Jeff. Hey, yeah, it, it certainly is. But we're learning a lot more than than we did, and to the frustration of uh, the, the city of Moscow and, and and students there and the families of of, of, of the victims. Um, so his arrest, Brian Koberger's arrest, came seven weeks after the murders, November 13th. But uh, we've now learned via court documents that investigators uh, in Utah were on Brian Koberger's trail within two weeks. Um, so the surveillance image is uh, the images of, of, of that of that white Hyundai Elantra seen near the crime scene. That really is what broke the case. Uh, you know, this, this vehicle had been seen a couple of different times uh, in and around that area 
you know, during the night of the murders. And so they were looking for this white Hyundai Elantra. Um, and the Bolo was sent to area agencies and, and really across the region. And, and they asked the University of Washington and nearby Pullman uh, across the border to, to see if there was a white Hyundai Elantra in and around that area because – uh, based on surveillance video, that's where they were able to track in that area near Washington State University. Uh, there was one. It was Brian Koberger's. They got a warrant for his cell phone information. They were able to track his, his phone number uh, that was that was seen in, in uh, basically his phone was pinging in and around the crime scene uh, 12 times prior to the murders. Uh, and, and then also after the murders, uh, that morning, we're, we're now told. Uh, following several hours after he apparently went back home and, and, and uh, I, I guess came back. Uh, it, it's a wild case. Um, and we know the FBI tracked him back to Pennsylvania. His father flew into uh, Washington State. They drove that away from the Elantra back home for Christmas. The FBI was following him, and that's why they had Indiana State Police pull him over uh, to look at his hands. Uh, but it was DNA that was left on a knife sheath inside that apartment uh, that they also were able to match to Koberger's father via trash left outside the family's home uh, in in, uh, in in eastern Pennsylvania. Uh, and three days later, they arrested him, and he's now back. He was in court yesterday for an initial appearance and arraignment hearing. He's back in court uh, next month facing burglary and four counts of first-degree intentional homicide for which in Utah uh, he faces the death penalty or life in prison no word on what he intends to play uh it seems like he's going to plead not guilty based on what his attorney in pennsylvania had said uh but just the details in this case are, are wild and the fact that one of the roommates on the first floor mm-hmm. actually heard noises and crying uh and, and and got out and looked and saw a, a subject who she didn't recognize walking right past her dressed in black with a mask the only thing she was able to rec- really recognize was his bushy eyebrows. <clears throat> well, once they found the car in 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 uh, in, uh, in Washington State University, they, they looked at the guy's driver's license number, uh, face, and picture. Well, he's got bushy eyebrows as well. So that's going to be a part of the case. Um, what's also wild is that that roommate went back to in, into a room and, and locked her door and didn't come out for hours. And nine one one wasn't called for several hours. Uh, after the murders, and so um, it, it is. It, you know, we're we're going to get more details and information in the case, but a judge in Latell County also put a gag order on it, and, and so uh, you know, investigators and attorneys won't be talking. Why was the FBI wanting to look at the suspect's hands? Well, I think we'll find out more information on that. Okay. As this case goes goes by, uh, perhaps. Perhaps they feel like he may have cut himself. I mean, he, you know, the the, the knife uh, that we think he may have used, based on that sheath, is a pretty significant knife. Okay. And you know, perhaps there was some blood left behind, and and uh, you know, perhaps he, he he you know he cut himself. I just don't know. Um, but uh, but they wanted to look, and uh, and and that's why we saw those videos of him being pulled over uh, in Indiana. So. Jeff, how are things in Chicago this morning? Things in Chicago are good. No snow still, okay. but uh, in the 40s right now. Oh, nice. High, well, high 30s, low 40s. Okay. And, um, yeah, it's a, kind of a calm day. It's, it's a Friday. 
man, it feels like Tuesday. Weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, we're all still trying to adjust all what's going on there. Jeff, thanks for being with us. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you. That's Fox News Radio's Jeff Manasso live with us in Chicago today, sharing some of those details on the Idaho murder investigation and the suspect now in custody. Thank you, Jeff. 742 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. We have a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal coming up shortly, and we'll talk about uh, a guy that's had a long baseball career in uh, the organizations, and uh, he's now he's here in Wichita again. So we'll talk about that on the Business Journal update coming up. KNSS News Time, 743. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Seven forty-seven with Stephen Ted in the morning here on ninety-eight-seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. Coming up, a live visit from John Whitmer, the host of the John Whitmer Show, previewing his show on Sunday night. Coming up now, Stephen Ted. It is time for three big things. Three. Two people hospitalized following a shooting early yesterday afternoon in North Wichita at Twenty-second and Pyatt. That's near Twenty-first and Grove. Two. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy once again failing to become Speaker of the House. Day four of voting taking place today. One. A man is in custody. He allegedly kidnapped three children in two separate incidents 
east of Lincoln and Woodlawn in southeast Wichita in the neighborhood of Clark Elementary School. Three big things with Stephen Ted, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Traffic this morning here in the Wichita area. Well, those traffic volumes still fairly full out there. Seeing a lot of traffic right now, uh, especially eastbound on Kellogg right around West Street. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And a look at our weather forecast here on going into the first weekend of the year. Partly cloudy and breezy today with a high, nice high of 51 degrees. We'll be under a clear sky tonight. Low 31 with a cold front moving through, leading to a much cooler day tomorrow. Sunny and breezy Saturday, but only a high of 39. Warming up again a bit on Sunday under a sunny sky. High Sunday 47 to wrap up the weekend. Currently in Wichita. Breeze out of the southeast. It is mostly cloudy, 35 degrees. We're on our way to a high of 51 here on this Friday. Find the comfort of a hat. Express your personality. Hey, go to Hatman Jacks and find your own style. See why people from around the nation make Hatman Jacks their destination. Right there at the clock tower in Delano, one of Wichita's absolute treasures, Hatman Jacks. 749 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Of course, coming up on Sunday night, it's the John Whitmer Show. 7 to 9 p.m. right here on KNSS. And let's welcome in the host of the show, John Whitmer. Hey, John. Good morning, Ted. How are you this morning? Good, good, good. How are you doing? Uh, you know, <laughs> sitting back, I, I'm like the Demo- congressional Democrats. I've got my popcorn and I'm, I'm watching this, uh, <laughs> this this dance that's going on in Washington, D.C. It's it, it's amusing. I can, you know, we can at least say that much for it. It's it's fun to watch. It's kind of embarrassing, but it's interesting. Yeah, we still have no Speaker of the House, and, and so we can't swear in the new members either. No, they can't do anything. Neither chamber can do anything. And this is, it's been it's 1855, I think 164 years since yeah, something has gone on this long. And that year, it went on for 133 ballots. It took over two months. Oh so, I mean, this is nothing. For it to go this long, you know, I, I, I don't think we're going to go two months on this deal. But, uh, you know, part of the problem is some of these guys, they can't take yes. You know, they can't take the win. I mean, McCarthy has given them so many concessions. And at, at what point do you, do you say, OK, well, we've we got everything we were hoping for. Now, why are you holding out? Right. And um, part of the problem you know, we have we have 45 percent voter turnout in this country. And I think some of these guys are frankly, they're just a little out of touch. And I get don't get me wrong. I think some of the things that the concessions that they've received are fantastic. Ron Estes has has said multiple times on my show and on your show about how we don't have regular order and how, you know, mm-hmm. the bill process is terrible. OK, now they've offered that. Now they're going to make that change. So. Take the win and let's move on. Well, we'll see what the vote uh, count holds in store for today. Day four of voting for getting a Speaker of the House in place. And here locally, we've got uh, our legislature here in the state of Kansas getting ready to uh, have its annual get-together. Yep, that's right. They start on Monday, and we're going to have Senate President Ty Masterson will be on on Sunday night. And we'll talk to Ty about – we had – the new speaker-elect, Dan Hawkins, on mm-hmm. in the last show, and we'll have Ty on Sunday night, and we'll talk a little bit about 
what the Senate's agenda is mm-hmm. going into this next session. Uh, you know, one of the main questions is medical marijuana. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really curious to see what he's going to do with Dennis Pyle. Uh, speaking of people who don't get along with their colleagues, <laughs> what are they going to do with Dennis? Is he is he even going to get a chair? <laughs> are they going to put him in the back room somewhere? So it'll be an interesting conversation with Ty, and I'm looking forward to talking with him. And we're gonna we're actually going to try and have Ron Estes on if he's okay. not on the House floor voting for Speaker. Right. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. All right. It sounds like a good show coming up Sunday night at seven o'clock. John Whitmer show right here on KNSS. John, have a great weekend. We'll look forward to listening to you Sunday night. Keep up the good work. You got it. Thank you, sir. That is John Whitmer, host of the John Whitmer Show. 7 o'clock, Sunday night right here on KNSS. It's 7.52 with Steve and Ted. Now let's take a look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. Jay Miller has put 40 years into a professional baseball career. The latest chapter in his story isn't one that's been written yet. A president of a minor league baseball club resigns, and then he's back two years later. He's president again with the Wichita Wind Surge. And he's uh, trying to put his touches on a franchise. He helped get off the ground, although he was not here for the first two seasons. We'll hear uh, the Wichita Business Journal is hearing from Miller on a lot of baseball topics in Biz Talk's first episode of 2023. Uh, he did watch from afar and got reports from many friends as he made in his first stint as president. That was during those two years in preparation for the wind surge hitting the field. Miller says he'll be taking a hard look at pricing, including tickets and concessions. He says the new ownership group will be able to more easily occupy Riverfront Stadium with events of the non-wind surge type. He also talks about the uh, naming rights for the stadium, whether the name wind surge will remain, and uh, trying to get the National Baseball Congress World Series back playing downtown. So that's the Biz Talk episode of the Wichita Business Journal, the first one of the year. Jay Miller is the special guest. Robert Garner initially thought his steady climb in public education, teacher, principal, leader of secondary schools for Kansas' largest school district, would take the next step as a superintendent. However, three years ago, his passion of advocating for children took a different path. He moved out of the public school structure and into the nonprofit. He's been president and CEO of Wichita's Youth Horizons. Robert Garner is overseeing an alteration of the mission of the organization founded in the late 1980s to help disadvantaged children. He's calling it the nonprofit's 2.0, including expanding its reach into the business community through apprenticeships, advocacy, and internships. Robert Garner sat down with the Wichita Business Journal for an interview and talked about how he got involved and where Youth Horizons is headed. You can check all that out in the Wichita Business Journal. We'll have more business update, local business news from the Wichita Business Journal coming up exactly one hour from now. So tune in for that in the 8 o'clock hour. 7.54 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. We have a big 8 o'clock hour on the way. Of course, our live Friday morning visit with Mitch Holtis, the play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. That's Always. coming up in 15 minutes. Always Be a sure good time. you're here for that. And, of course, entertainment news in the blur in the 8 o'clock hour. That is right. And just now... Uh, preparing the blur, but I got a really good piece on, uh, well, a new patent that's being filed on behalf of Disney Corporation. We'll tell you all about what's happening at Disney <laughs> coming up on the blur. Sounds good. That'll be at 835 this morning. Big 8 o'clock hour on the way. KNSS News Time 755. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.